0: I'm going to bring my guest in. My first guest is, uh, you know, this guy, he's one of those guys. He's a hyphenate in this business. He, he writes, he acts, he, uh, does music. He's a musician. He's a, uh, what else does he do? Paints? Does he paint? Do you know? No, he doesn't paint. Does he draw? No. Let's see. Actor, writer. Director, he's a, i know he's directed things. Musician. I know what everybody's thinking right now. I think it's Dave Grohl. <laughs> it's not. It's Jonah Ray. How are you, buddy? Well, I wish I was Dave Grohl. Right? Like that Waves song. Mm-hmm. I want to be Dave Grohl. That's right. I forgot about Waves. Well, Wavavas. Well, mm hmm. Wave well, of us. Wave of us. Yes. Their favorite movie is Vavitch. What? <laughs> the Vavitch. The Vavitch. What's that now? What am I not getting? It's this? the witch, but they oh, stylize okay, it. Yeah. With, yeah. yeah okay. So two V's. Two V's. Like yeah. they're like Romans. Uh huh. That's <laughs> right. Did, uh, did you see Midsummer? I did see Midsummer. Were you scared? Uh, I don't know if I was scared at any point, but I did enjoy it. Do you feel nauseous at any point? Yeah, I did. There was, uh, you know what, uh, what struck me that was kind of making me feel weird was all the ADR all mm. over the place. I was kind of, not to say like, I was saying like bad ADR, but like off screen jokes being put in and then, you know, being put into like one little speaker somewhere behind me. Uh huh. And then, you know, there was times I thought people were talking in the theater and I you realized just, it was just, you just couldn't shut it off. Could you? You couldn't shut off your showbiz hat for one. No, I was just it. confused. I thought I might've been missing stuff. It, it was, was like watching like, an Altman movie. Were you just like, what's with the ADR in this thing? Yeah. Did you, did you summon the guy, the arc light guy? Uh, no, I, I, I used to be that guy. You used to be that guy? I used to have to go tell people to. Give us one, give us one intro that you know you said when you came out and like, you know, speak, I'll stay on topic. How about that? Okay. Um, is this one you actually did though? Yes, this is one I used to do. Uh, this was in the dome by the way. Uh, now for people who don't know, this is in Los Angeles. There's this movie theater, the Arclight. And it's cost like $33 to get a ticket yeah. to a movie there. Back when I worked there, it was $30. So. <laughs> but what you get for that is that a board, a board <laughs> employee comes out before the movie and tells you the name of the movie you bought a ticket for. If you're lucky, if you're lucky, they're mm-hmm. bored. If they're into uh-huh. it, that's what I, I went to that theater before I started working there. And then when someone came up to talk about what movie I was about to see, I remember just, being very upset. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then when I went to go work there, uh I was I, I was like I'm not going to be one of those dudes. And then I found out that when you are when you have that as your shift, that's all you do. So I did it because I was like I don't want to make I burnt the caramel corn that they make there. I like I caught it on fire. Uh-huh. So I was like maybe uh-huh. I should just introduce the movies. So then picturing a young Jonah Ray, people are sitting in the theater and here here he comes. He walks out to the center of the screen. And says what? Uh, can I set up the. Please. Okay. So this was, um, when episode three, Revenge of the Sith was sure. out. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we had it on, uh, we were doing 24 hours of, uh, of this, of screenings on probably about eight or nine, uh, screens. Like most of the screens were of Star Wars. And the people that came to see it were very, um, angry. Because it wasn't at the Chinese theater for the first time, yeah, uh, Star Wars wasn't premiering down the street at the Chinese theater on Hollywood, yeah, and so uh, we were starting to run out of food uh, there was a lot of irate fans that were being very disrespectful to the staff, and uh what I, do you mean you're out of hot dogs that, <laughs> there was one guy that said, "I'll take three hot dogs, I'm on a date." <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh my god! So um, so, so this is yeah. the mood. Uh, yeah. So it's it's just chaos. Ever, I, I burned my arm uh, real real bad on the popcorn machine, <laughs> uh-huh. um, yeah. and uh, and so I was very upset. And then so I but I had to go introduce a movie, so I went and uh, went to the Cinerama Dome. Lots of it's a full house. People are excited to see. You know how long? How many O's are in the word no? <laughs> uh huh. The end yes, of it. Yes. And then I go up and I, I'm just upset, so I grab the microphone and I go, I go, all right, nerds, this is it. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the Arclight Hollywood, uh, um, and this is it. This is the last one. <laughs> what are you gonna do after this? What are you gonna do after after this is done? There's no more Star Wars. How uh-huh. foolish I was. Uh, I say this is how you find out how Captain Picard becomes Darth Vader and i was like also spoiler alert um the little kid this whole time turns out he's uh he's he's dark vader and uh and then also the millennium falcons in there uh so don't mess up the place more than you already have stunk it up uh and enjoy this movie and then when i was walking off uh people some people were booing me uh and then uh, a manager was there i didn't see him and then he uh he ended up uh, c- coming up to me. I was like, oh, no, here we go. Yeah, And then he says, you know, I probably would have said the same thing. Uh-huh. Screw these nerds. Yeah, he got it. He yeah, He was upset, too. What are they going to ask for their money back? Yeah. You know, the guy before the thing hurt our feelings. Yeah. Right? Here's your money back. Yeah. I never, oh, wow. you know, there's a ton of stuff. If you see anyone introducing a movie at that theater that says anything more than um, you're here to see this movie, if there's any problems with the sound, find someone. uh and we'll be off to the side during the trailers. And after that, find someone and we'll come and take care of it. You don't have to say anything. So it's like, you're here to see, what was, uh, what was there when I was there? You're here to see the aviator. Are you here okay. to see, uh, crash? The running time is, uh, Run, don't need to know that. They're already, they already bought the ticket. Yeah. And okay. it's a, it's a starring. We, we don't care. We're going to, we're going to yeah. find out in a bit. Yeah. We, we, when, when they show us the thing that we bought the ticket for. Yeah. There was be times I would do day shifts and there was only like five people. And then I go, everyone good? All right. Roll the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I remember one time going, I saw Phantom Thread, not Phantom Menace, Phantom Thread. It was in 70 millimeter. I went to an 11 p.m. show. Mm. I was the only one in the theater. And someone had to come out and say, like, this Phantom Thread uh, running times, uh, two hours and 10 minutes. And if there's any problems with it's projected in 70 millimeter, presented in 70 millimeter, any problems, let me know. And it was just me. He's like, he could have just come up to my seat and told me that he didn't have to stand <laughs> yeah. in front of the screen. It's like, what's your, what's your name? Yeah. Keith. Yeah, it was, Thanks, it was Keith. It was a fun job though. I yeah. guess because I would only do, I, I told him I had a job at night so I couldn't work night shifts for the most part. And so I would find, you know, it would be during the week and when there was just like during an off movie season, like when the Amityville horror remake starring Ryan Reynolds was mm-hmm. uh, in, in the dome, you know, like two people would show up and I yeah. just say, all right, start the movie. And then I would just sit in a seat and then fall asleep. <laughs> I saw, I've probably seen mm-hmm. more, uh, I've seen the Amityville horror remake more times than movies I actually like. Yeah. Just because just, I was just there. And it would just kind of zonk out. Yeah. Later. He's real buff in it. That Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. He's, uh, he's, he's America's top comedian now, apparently. Yes. And for a Canadian, that means a lot. Yes. It means he's, he's like Mike Myers or John Candy. He's in the tradition, tradition of, yeah. And you know how ripped those guys were. Yeah. You know, I was recently uh, watching the great outdoors and, uh, it was very, uh, in the middle of the movie, I was like, wow, both these guys are not in shape. You know, John Candy is, of course, John Candy. And then Dan Aykroyd, he's no, he's yeah. no slim he's, chicken. He's, he's catching up. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I was just like, these were two of the biggest comedy stars when this movie came out. Yeah. And, uh, um, actual slobs. Yeah. And it was, a, it, it didn't make a difference to me. No, of course not. Why would it? It's you, when you watch Meet the Parents, and there's this scene when Ben Stiller is in his speedo and it's supposed to be this like humiliating scene. It's like <laughs> this dude is so jacked. What what's funny about this? He's he's in amazing shape and he's wearing a he's Pulling off a speedo because he's in um, he's like you're supposed to be like oh this is so, so embarrassing. Oh. It's like no, this dude is ripped. Yeah. He should be walking around in the speedo yeah. all the time. It's like a comedy star should be embarrassed to wear a short sleeve shirt on screen. Yeah. That should be like a moment where you're like, it's short sleeve shirts only. And you're like, uh oh, he's got fat arms. Yeah. What's he going to do? Oh, this dude was, I don't get it. Every, all these comedians are in shape now. Yeah. I I remember seeing that. Um, what's the guy from, uh, SNL that, uh, was going out with the pop star? Um, oh, uh, Pete, Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson. I remember seeing him at Montreal and I remember the new faces that year and being like, wait, what's the prerequisite for looks to be a new face this year in Montreal? Mm-hmm. What happened to my chances? Yeah. Oh no, your ship sailed. Sailed a long time ago. Yes. I remember I was like three years into comedy and they, they, like I tried to become a new face and they told my manager, well, he's not a new face anymore. Uh huh. <laughs> like, but I've only been here for three years. Yeah. That's so when you came here, you grew up in, Hawaii. Yes, on Oahu, and you came to Los Angeles. what was your, what was your path from Oahu? Um, I graduated high school in 2000 and I just hung around and played in bands and stuff like that when I was uh, in Hawaii for about a year. and then um, shortly after I turned 19, I moved out to uh, I moved out to Santa Monica, okay because um, I knew I could get a job at a record store mm-hmm. in Venice Beach called uh, uh, Benway Records. Okay. Uh, but it was too expensive f- to live <laughs> for more than three months, which was the lease, it turns out. I had a three month lease, mm-hmm. could barely afford it for that time, and then moved down to San Pedro, okay. where I had a ton of friends, which is, uh, for those listening, it's kind of near Long Beach. It's a very kind of working class town, so it's very cheap. I shared a house with a guy named Dan Destructo. Okay. Uh, and... So uh, you moved in with Dan Destructo? Yeah. And San Pedro, everybody knows San Pedro is the most pedigreed, uh, band at Minutemen. Yeah. Have flew the flag for San Pedro so hard yeah. that I remember just being like one time. Well, one time I came out to Los Angeles like I'm going to drive to San Pedro. I got to check this place out. And I just get there. I'm like, what? There's, there's nothing to down. see. Yeah. Like, there's nothing really it's there. Just a, it's just a place. It's just a place. Uh, but it's like a place that never really recovered. It was, it's, you know, it's odd. It's the, it's the port. It's the town that uh, has the port of Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. It's a, one of the uh, busiest, most uh, rich ports in the world and pedro does not see a dime of that because yeah. it belongs to the city of los angeles it's rolling right past them yeah and so you just you see this uh town full of you know longshoremen and working class people uh that don't really benefit from you know there's it's yeah there's a building that's still up that i remember it was like abandoned when i was over there because of asbestos and then mm-hmm. it's at a spot now where it's like too expensive to tear down too expensive to renovate yeah. But you know, then it's like a lot of great music came from there, you know. The F- hard hats. The hard hats. Well, no, I'm not saying. FYP. Sorry, I'm just saying the, the, the people there are hard hats. The hard hats. Yeah. You know, lunch pail. Yeah, lunch yeah, pal yeah. As yeah. they eat, they get the eggs in the bar. Yeah. From the. Yeah, the pickled eggs. Yeah. They'll be like, oh, I'll eat that. Like Godmothers <laughs> or, or, uh, Rebels or any of these places that claim that, uh, Bukowski drank there. hmm. But he was sober by the time he moved to Pedro, so. Uh, but I, you know, I used to go down to some of those bars and it's, they're, they're rough and tumble. There was, I would see some crazy fights. I saw a dude, uh, bump into another guy, two longshoremen, you know, flannel, mustache, longshoremen. And, uh, and the guy, um, who got bumped, uh, like told the guy to, you know, like take off. Yeah. Take a hike. Yeah. I'm trying not to swear. I'm not trying no, I, I don't want to look, take your lead I, and swear of on all, the show. I going to say that, you know, thank you that I happened for the first time ever. I cursed on the show and it was I'm not going to make a habit out of it. You know, Neil Mahoney told me right away about the Ridden. swear. He was he was very excited. Neil Mahoney, legendary worst <laughs> caller of the year. What was his title? Womp of the year or something? Gomp of the Gomp year. Gomp of the year. Yes. Womp. I don't know what Womp is. Is that a is that a CBB a thing? It up. Yeah, that's a, it's a earwolf show. No, Womp it, it up yeah. with uh Jessica St. Clair. Correct. No, yes. But uh, yeah. So uh, I'm trying not to swear. Jessica the, St. Clair ain't walking through that door. We're not talking <laughs> about that. Don't worry. First of all, Devin, calm down. I'm good. You don't have to be the earwolf dude now. I was just saying, mop it up. Okay. Different networks, different networks. If only, if only. You don't see me here talking about Jonah Radio with Cash and Neil. Where we no. just take, you know, submissions from bands. We don't, you don't hear me talking about my podcast. It's on Scarborough Country Network. You know, like where we listen to bands and stuff like that that submit. Well, f- look, finish this story <laughs> and then we're going to get into that. <laughs> I want to get into this. Mess. But I saw, I saw a guy, a guy gets bumped into and he tells the guy to, you know, take a hike or whatever. And then, uh, and then that guy, uh, with his uh, beer mug, um, picks it up and then, uh, uh, punches that guy in the face with the beer mug okay uh like it shatters it cuts his face open and then that guy just tur- takes the punch turns yeah. and then like doesn't fall and then just knocks that guy out yeah that's bad news if you do turns back you, and knocks the guy out yeah if you don't take care of business with a mug yeah you're in trouble and then the guy after he knocks out the dude goes to the uh, the bartender and says can i get a rag and another beer oh my god for for a blood rag yeah blood rag can I get a blood rag? Well, they already know if you ask for a rag, it's a blood rag. It's a blood rag. Yeah, <laughs> but that's uh, yeah, that's, uh, I used to. Speaking of places, that was uh, uh That's a place I would go steal beers. Look, I didn't bring it up. You, you didn't, brought it. Up. You know what? Other people still bring it up to you me. You couldn't. You couldn't help I yourself. I couldn't could help you? myself. It's like. It's like. But the, I want to end the it. Tell telltale heart. Oh, I ended it already. I. This is over. No, it's not. It's not. All right, fine. So let me just clear the, First of all. Tell everybody about your network. Oh, it's, I'm just on oh, the no, oh, uh, tell Sklar- everybody about the network you're on. I oh, guess. Sklarville Country? Yeah. It's the Sklars. They have a new, uh, network with it, which is like a subsidiary of, uh, Starburns. Starburns okay. Audio. So anyway, Jonah Radio's over there now. Okay. We just keep on hopping networks, hoping that someone will give us at least five bucks to do the show. Mm-hmm. So Ben people can hear Jonah Ray, which you've been doing Jonah radio for a while. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's crazy? We're, we're, we're trying now. It feels like a, we're doing a different show now. Mm-hmm. But we, we still, you know, get angry at each other. But it's still like we're still finding bands. Bands are still submitting songs. That's cool. Yeah, it's nice. And how many years is it in? I don't know. Six or seven. I yeah. can't remember. Now you're in the sweet spot. Yeah. Now we don't you're care. You're comfortable doing Now it. we're comfortable doing it. Yes. Yeah. So you're not... You were on, you started off on what network? Uh, we were on the Nerdist Network, mm-hmm. uh, and then left that a while back. And then, cause, uh, we wanted to go over to, uh, uh MaxFun and then we're a MaxFun for a year. And then, um, the Sklars asked if we wanted to come to their new network that mm-hmm. they were starting. And then, uh, and you know, they've been good buds for sure since I started. So we wanted to go over there and help them out. And then I like the idea of just, uh, you, you know, Like, I always, always, I, when I was a kid, I, on VHS, I owned the great rock and roll swindle. and Sex Pistols. And I always just kind of like the idea that we keep on hopping around. Yeah. Just bouncing from, you're like, it's like you're a free agent. Yes. (laughs) You keep just trying different teams on for size. Yeah. No one's giving me like a multi-record deal. I just need to get the one. Yes. Maybe this is the right one. This is the right one. The Sklars. Yeah. You know, the Sklars are probably, they, you know, they have a contingency plan for when you bolt. Yeah, I think they're. Yeah, they probably do. I'm not reliable. (laughs) 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 You're not here to poach. You're not going to poach. No, no. I I don't have that capacity. To be honest with you, nor would they want it. Earwolf has had many opportunities (laughs) uh, to to make an offer to to me, having been a part of this scene for a very long time. Mm -hmm. To no profit, but you know. I'll keep on trying. Maybe, you know, in the hundredth anniversary of uh Comedy Bang Bang, maybe I'll be allowed back on. The one the hundredth anniversary you mean a hundred years? Yes, a hundred years from now. So it'll be like a hologram of uh uh Scott Aukerman. I think all podcasters have uh spoken enough s- words into that they could easily manifest any conversation they want out of anything we've done. Just run it through some kind of thing that taps into what you would say. Yes. So it'll probably be like a real living person who initiates certain things and then it'll suddenly be just like. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, priceline. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60 day trial now at shipstation.com and use the code POD. That's ShipStation.com with the code Pod. Like the the the, the dead version of whatever podcaster it is. Yeah. We'll you, just tap into their personality. Yeah, so basically I think like a, a programmer um would go on and say, you know, it'd be so great to have uh uh Tom Sharpling... Uh yeah. who of course died in the uh great uh tidal wave, the New York tidal wave of twenty twenty five. Yeah. And then, well, only uh six years, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right. That's I mean fair. but like more than I, I like how you took it as you only have six years, not the entire uh Ooh, like, if area. Think about everybody? <laughs> if but I'm gone they're then who, gone. Then who would they like who you would be talking to uh I don't know, uh, no, uh extension uh, extension prime sure yeah okay and then uh they would every word that ever that person ever said every word you ever said they would say and i want them to talk about you know uh whatever's happening in 20 well if i'm dead in 2025 i'd hope there would at least be a grace period before they would just create some some (laughs) version we'd be like it's like man he's gone this is going to be in like 90 years is, oh yeah, okay, is, that's uh, right. So I wait, but that's a that's kind of a leap. Look, assuming that people are going to be like when the technology catches up, <laughs> then Tom will come back finally and find like as if they're keeping the flame alive. Yeah. Goodness, don't don't we, they, we can do it. Don't they do something like that in the movie Her where they get uh like Alan Watts. It's like they basically take every word he ever said and then made an AI out of them. Uh-huh. Yes. That would be essentially what's going to be able to happen to every podcaster. So I'll be great. Well that'll be yeah. I hope the people ninety years from now boy oh boy you guys have some so much to look forward to <laughs> of <laughs> finally hearing you finally get to hear uh an episode of you made it weird <laughs> what you finally can know what Pete Holmes would think in the twenty second century. <laughs> In that, in that collage that yeah. you presented earlier, yeah. uh, was that A. G. saying that he didn't like Pete's laugh? No, it's Nick Kroll. Oh, it was Nick Kroll? Yeah. He didn't like the laugh. Yeah. <laughs> it's my favorite <laughs> clip ever. Um, yeah. So, no, that's a great thing. We look forward to the tech. Oh, I want to say this. If you're listening to this in the 22nd century, hello. Mm-hmm. Sorry, sorry for what we did. (laughs) We all could have stopped it. Apparently we were all complicit in it. We stopped using bags and straws and yet to no avail. We thought we were working toward fixing the thing, but we really weren't. And we watched it. What happened to you guys? We tweeted about trying to fix yes, it. We just watched it have And then when we changed our phones every two years, yeah, that probably didn't help you no. at all. But now you have buildings made out of old phones. Yes, exactly. You've got all those Monuments. old phones. You'd know those were our phones once. Those were our phones once. You, you know, find, find our thumbprints in the, uh, in the, in the, you know, in the matrix, print it yeah. out and then see which one you can find. Yes. And it's I'm ours. sorry that. The, the life expectancy is 30 years now for a human because of what we did to the planet. But, hey, that's probably what the cavemen, that was their life. Yes. The cave people. So, yes. Well, thank you for, first of all, uh, not just saying cavemen. I appreciate that. It's very, cave men and women. Very, very progressive of you. Thank you so much. And that's I mean, of I think, they're less, I think, I think they're less than. I think they're less than. Oh, okay. Well, that's yeah. that's more. That's This is not Jonah Radio. Come on. Let's keep the... <laughs> <laughs> got to keep it positive on Best Show. Yeah, it is a positive show, is it? Yes, Devin, you're a super fan. Yeah, it's fair to say, right? I, go, I own the box set. So you own the box set. Yes, I got a piece of the phone as you well. You have a piece, so you pre-ordered the box. I set. did pre-order well, that's the box. The set. nicest thing I've ever hmm. heard. What What is your favorite thing about the Best Show? It's the positivity, right? It's the, it's the unending positivity, <laughs> unwavering. The problem is. And I don't know why people don't understand this. I'm not negative. I'm positive. I know how the world could be and I am just disappointed by how it is. <laughs> that's the, that's the rub. Yeah. I know how it could be, but I see how it is and I will never be able to make those two things come together. There will always be a rift because I just know. I know what people are capable of. When did you start listening to this show, Devin? 2009, I believe. Yeah, that was a, that was a, uh, mm, that was building to a troubling run. (laughs) I always, I always can feel the (laughs) 2010 was a troubling year for the best show. Oh, so you don't even, you weren't listening when, when I was first mentioned on the podcast then, which I think was in 2007 or eight. Yeah. I went back. I went do you know the legend? Do you know the legend of Jonah Ray no, on the think show? No, I do. No. Mm. Well, he wants to put this to bed tonight and we will. Maybe. I hope so. I hope so too. We have in real life, but I want it to be on the waves, yes. man. <laughs> this is how it, it doesn't, works. Ha- it doesn't get solved unless other people hear it. This is something I found. What year are we talking about? Right now? No. What year did it did it go down in? I think two thousand seven. Two thousand seven. Now picture this: it's over, over ten years ago, Los Angeles, two thousand seven, Koreatown, Koreatown. George W. Bush is president, right? Yes. No, oh yeah. Two thousand seven. He had to think about it because it wasn't really yeah. him, man. <laughs> <All> right? <laughs> we all saw Adam McKay's uh Vice Squad. Yes, Adam McKay's Vice Squad. So now, Los Angeles, I'm at a place called Barcade, Mm -hmm. Miss T's Barcade, which is, get this, a bar and an arcade, hence the name, Barcade. Can you still call it a barcade when pretty much none of the games worked? (laughs) Yes, that was one of those ones where it's just like, (laughs) hey, can I get my quarter back? Yeah. You just have to go back up to the bar. Yeah, hey, The Donkey Kong machine's not working. <laughs> it ate my quarter. Yeah, here you go. It happened again. Please stop yeah. putting them yeah, in stop there. Stop trying to play Donkey Kong. I can't get the quarters yeah. out of there either. <laughs> <Yes. or something. laughs> so I'm there with my friend Marsha. And I went in, had a cold beer, right? And then... Set it down on the bar, turn around, it's gone. Now who on earth could have taken this beer? Let me just tell you this. Uh, a young hungry comedian, Jonah Ray, yet to be flushed with the success that waited that was awaiting him a few years later. He's like an urchin at this point. He's grinding out, he's on his grind. He's just doing what he can to get by. He's at the bar. Now just realize that a video that Jonah had made earlier that year was a video on how to steal beer from people in bars. That's a fictionalized, uh, yeah. Version of what was one would do it was called the Freeloader's Guide to Easy Living. Yeah. And the first episode was about how to get free drinks. Mm-hmm. And one of the ways to get free drinks was you steal them when people aren't looking. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, as a, a, visually, we, you wait for a big song to go on to clear out the, uh, uh-huh. uh so I turn around, the beer's gone. So he, this guy has a beer in his hand. He denies it was him. Let's just say that I also was ordering a cold beer and I turned to talk to a friend, which I had many of there. Uh-huh. Oh, no, you were a very popular guy. Very popular guy back then. You're still popular. But at that place, you were like the, uh, you were running things. <laughs> I drank there a lot by myself. Sure. And so as I was waiting for a drink, I talked to a friend and I turned back and I see a nice cold beer waiting for me. So mm-hmm. I grab it. Start sure. Start drinking it. Yeah. Cause that's how it works. That's what I thought. And they just appear. When you order it, sure. I sure. don't know how long I was talking to my friend. Mm-hmm. I turned back. The beer's <laughs> there. Sure. When that, so when that second, when the bartender brought your, <laughs> see, according to your story now though, what should have followed is the bartender going like, here's your beer. And you're like, Oh, I, uh, Oh, I thought I had my beer already. No, no, I'm bringing your beer. That was his beer. So wait, where's that moment? But in this moment, the bartender never says to you, here's your beer. Oh, I had it already. You had it already? Yes. Had you taken any drinks? I had just, I had just gotten it. Ooh! So you yeah. weren't that thirsty for it. Didn't seem like you were. sorry, What do I have to chug you, what, it? What, to you own it for? Ownership? You have to chug it. <laughs> was it a? is it a race? What you, you order a drink. It mm-hmm. shows up. You're like, I'm going to let this sit for a while. You know what? Uh, you know what? The bubbles normally they hurt my tongue. I'm going to let this, so this is, flatten out a bit. This is what you call. <laughs> this is what you call. A switcheroo, what he's doing right now. He's trying to create a different argument. Mm-hmm. This has been the, the argument my stance from, oh, from the start. The argument I'm saying from is, that night. you stole my beer. You're saying, can you believe this guy doesn't drink beer fast? What's wrong with him, right? This guy's a weirdo. He got the beer. He's trying to make me like I'm the villain in this somehow. You're, tra- you're trying to tell me. You ordered a beer. You 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 were sitting there. Oh, you first of all. No, but you're trying to like you know say like it just dropped down. You had it, and then I took. Oh, I had it in my hand, and then set it and talked to someone and turned around again, and it was gone. I didn't know. I didn't know you had to keep it in your hand, otherwise you it was up for grabs. I didn't realize that's how it worked. It's not a, so it's you're, not, seeing, it's not general seating at a festival. So when, thing. when you see, when you order a beer at a bar mm-hmm. and then, sure. and then you, uh, you're hanging out and then the, a beer shows up. Yeah. Did you, do you, do you ask everyone around you, hey everyone, before I pick this up and of course put it back down uh-huh. so I can flatten it out a bit, I w- I want to know if this is, is this your beer? You, sir, ma'am, your beer? So this your, is your, this yours? is so off point. You're, <laughs> This is literally how it happened. I go, one beer, please. Bartender comes over. Here's your, hands me the beer. I hand the bartender money. (laughs) Take the beer. Have a, I had some of the beer also. See, that's the thing. Now you you don't realize. You said you didn't have any of the beer. I didn't say that. I just didn't drink all of it. You're drinking my backwash. Now yeah, you're trying to tell me that I was drinking some of your backwash? Listen, this is what I we That's what happens when you steal people's beers. It, it was a big misunderstanding. No, you literally made a video explaining how to steal beers from people. That's like that's like if <laughs> it's like if I did it level confession. That's like O.J. Writing a book if I did it. You've been poisoning the New York podcast community against me well, first ever of course, since, since then. I'm not in the New York podcast. There's no what, such what's thing a, as the New York Ju- podcast. Julie Newmar. What's her name? The redhead? Julie Newmar. <laughs> Julie Klausner. Julie, yes. Julie Klausner. Huh. Repeated references to me being no good. Yeah, of course no well you stole a, you stole the beer you, It was a misunderstanding no you're you're trying to you're trying to turn it into a you're trying to you're trying to to lessen the charge on this too misunderstand it. Like, I am guilty of misunderstanding <laughs> you stole a beer you were unknowingly stole a beer you th- unknowingly you're saying you're saying that it, it, like stuck it was to malicious your hand. you're saying it was malicious I don't think it's malicious to steal a beer I just think it you're just out for a free beer I'm not saying there's malice in it <laughs> It's, it's a it's a low-stakes crime. Sure. So you grab people's beers. It was a it was sport to you back then. You see how many beers you can get away with snake in that night. Not true. It's fine. I, I had ordered a beer. I was working at that time. Sure. Working on videos explaining how to steal beers from people. That paid me to make them. <laughs> sure. But why wouldn't you keep that money? So have you never written anything? Oh, I've written stuff. Oh, you've written stuff. Yeah, maybe you've seen the Christmas episode of Divorce. <laughs> no, I haven't. Well, it's waiting for you. It's very moving. <laughs> I'm sure I'll get to it eventually. Do you like Robert Forster? Yes, yeah, the actor. Yes, yes, the actor Robert Forster. Yeah, he's in it. Okay, nice guy. You know, who he gave me letter opener. Did he? Mm, yeah. Mm. He brings letter openers to set. He brings. He, he's like, yeah, I get this gift. I give them out to the people, and they just like who who. And he was like looking at the call sheet with me. He's like, who else should I give uh, the, the letter openers to on this thing? And it was you. No, he gave me mine already. Oh, he already gave you mine. Yeah. But uh, so anyway, I've written things. What, what was your point? Have I written things and have it come true or something? Is that what you're gonna try? No, to I, was say? Gonna, I was gonna say, have you written things that maybe uh were fake? Maybe it was a fake thing. Sure. Yeah. I know. I know. I know what that's like. And I, you're you're trying to. <laughs> you you dreamt it though. You came up with the. You were giving advice. Yes. I'm this the, was I'm guide. the one that came up with stealing drinks. Well, you're the one who filmed a video of you teaching people how to do it. It's fine. It was. A, it was. But it was a Look, It was a sketch. It's fine. Okay. It's fine. You stole the beer. <laughs> it's fine. You just, just say, I stole the beer. You stole it. All right. It's here fine. we go. Here we go. Tom. Yeah. I want to apologize. Oh, I don't need an apology. Sure as hell fooled me. I don't well, need. you it. wanted admittance. I just want admittance. You want guilt. Yeah. No, I've, it's not guilt. You had to do what you had to do at that point. Do you still drink beer? You were an urchin. You were an urchin. I was 23 or four. Yeah. You were a grifter. Young Hollywood comedian grifter. You and your your little rat pack there of <laughs> who was in, who's your in your t- my rat pack? T.J. Miller and uh, I did not. I didn't even know that dude then. Eric Andre, not part of my scene, dude. They weren't even in L.A. yet. Who was in your scene? Neil Mahoney. Neil Mahoney. Peter Attencio. Okay, and uh, the guy directed. He directed. He directed uh, uh, that. Freddie was it movie? Freddie. Freddie. Keanu. And Keanu. Yeah, and, and Peel. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, so to you, Peter Atencio, Neil Mahoney, Neil Mahoney, and who else was in your crew? That's uh, this guy, Jason Ruiz. Okay. That was, uh, that, was that was my crew. Mm-hmm. That was my rat pack of, okay. uh, of comics. Look, that- as, as a sidebar, and this is, we can edit this out if, if this bothers you. <laughs> How many sleepless nights do you have with all this Kamal success? This just haunts you, right? It haunts you a little bit. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. It's, it's a, it has to. I don't know. It has to. I don't, are you like, do you want me to be serious or do you want me to kind of like i to it? I'm joking. Yeah, I'm I just, know. I I'm know. winding you up. Um, just admit you stole a beer. Just admit it. It's fine. Is that all you want? Admins. Just say you did it. And then this is over until the end of, 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 this will be over forever. But why would I admit to something that was something you did? It was because it's the right thing to do. But it was an accident. It was a mistake. Yeah. It was a misunderstanding. Yeah, that's how it goes sometimes. And then you said you stole my beer, and I, I told you. But see, the thing I don't understand is you're claiming you went up to the bar, ordered a beer, and then a beer appeared that I had been holding. Not dropping elements out of my story. I said I ordered a beer. Yeah. Which at a bar I go to. All sure. Then start chatting with someone nearby, But yeah. like friends. Then you turn around. Turn around. There's a beer there. Yeah. And you was go, oh, this is my beer. It's my beer. So then what happened when the bartender brought your beer over, though? You know what? Because you got in on it, I, like, I, we, I mean, You just had already, what happened you already with started that? with the, I didn't, that, like, I was like, oh, I didn't know it was your beer. Yeah. But what happened when the bartender brought this, your beer over? I was like, my mistake. So you had two beers then. You, you had to, like I, I, you stopped me at that moment and said, so you were taking, I was taking your beer. And I said, sorry, I didn't realize it was yours. Yeah. Neither of us can really remember exactly oh, what I happened. Oh, I remember it. I remember it. What happened then? It's what happened when the, bar- the bartender brought my beer? <laughs> See, you're, you, this is what actually happened. You got the beat. You stole my beer. Yeah. Then you went over and you played dig dug. <laughs> You snake, you, you you skulked over to a dig dug machine. It was probably broken. You're probably pretending it worked. I took just you, so I wouldn't. You were letting them know that the donk, the the Donkey Kong was broken. They put down the quarter to pay you back. I took yeah. your beer and your quarter and went over court. to dig. Dug. Well, I don't know about the quarter. That's this is a new this is a new <laughs> new crime I'm hearing about. It's okay. Okay, let's all right. You know what? Mm-hmm. What's the thing? What's the thing that the West Memphis Three had to do? Don't lump anything of a real crime in with this. This is low stakes. That's real human suffering. That's true. That's this is. I'm just trying it. to remember the thing when you admit guilt, but like you still don't say you did it. You and can then you call get... it admit guilt. Just admit it. It's OK. Can I give you a beer? That's not what the point is. It's not the point. I, know. I don't need a beer, but I want to give you one. Do you have one on you? Yes, I do. Oh my goodness. You brought a beer with you. Well, this is unbelievable. Here oh, you go. Yeah, but see, this is the thing with this beer. This is your beer. This you have your own beer now. Yeah. This didn't cost you anything. Yes it did. They don't I don't make money off of that. No they, they won't car- give me any free. Notorious pog. Notorious P- POG. POG and what's that? Is that stand for Passion Orange guava. Okay. It's a type of juice that uh, I grew up drinking in Hawaii. Okay, well, thank you for the beer. I mean, it was a bottle, but this is a can, so that's it's close enough. You're not remembering it right. They were pints, friend. They were pints of a Saco's Chow. No, you weren't. (laughs) I don't know what that dumb dump of a bar had in it. (laughs) You think I actually care about this? All I care about is justice. (laughs) You stole the beer.